0: Episode 13 of The Generational Gamers, a podcast where we talk about old video games and things about video games that have kind of gone through the generations. Uh, I am your host, Johnny Casino, a man who is completely unqualified to be hosting a podcast like this. But luckily, luckily, I have with me someone who can speak intelligently about video games.
1: Hey, yeah, My
0: <laughs> butler and yours, Ben Butler. Hello. So... Uh, if Ben sounds a little different today, it's because he is out of town on on work. I was actually concerned about whether or not we'd get to record this, um, but luckily we found some time while he's at his hotel. He's got a pretty sweet painting behind his head right now. I do. Swanky hotel, man. Is it really swanky, or are you being facetious? Yeah.
1: He's show- that's not bad. I mean, that's not like... Is it two rooms, like a bedroom and a...
0: Yeah, nice. that's
1: the lounge. I have a kitchen and a hotel room.
0: So you have like a, is it a full kitchen? Like you can cook in it or is the kitchen like a microwave and a, in a fridge? Not like
1: oven, fridge, full fridge. And how much cooking
0: are you going to do while you're there?
1: Zero. Zero.
0: <laughs> yeah. Reheat leftovers in the middle of the night, just in case, maybe. Company credit card, man. Right up. There you go. That's, that's all you need, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, so Ben is out of town. Um, this is our second episode we're trying to record via Skype. Uh the first one the sound was pretty off, but now I have better equipment and this is gonna work well.
1: Um, Come a long way from there.
0: We have, and we'll actually talk about that here in a minute. Uh yes, because this is our first episode of 2017. The last one it hit right before the end of last year. This is the first one. We'll be uh about two weeks into uh into twenty seventeen when this comes out in a couple days. We're actually recording only a couple days ahead of when it comes out, which is kind of amazing. Um so, this podcast, though, is brought to you by Dayspace.com. Uh, it is a podcast network where we have a lot of podcasts, uh, mostly video game and nerdy type stuff, but there are some other stuff where you can hear people be completely absurd and a lot of cuss words. It is our one not safe for work podcast called uh, The greeting Podcast. If you're into just hearing some random chaos, you can go check them out. There's some other ones we're trying to pull in and add, but uh, basically if there's something on in these range you can probably find it there dayspace.com is brought to you by you the listeners through patreon.com uh, and I gotta make sure I keep mentioning this because for a dollar a month one dollar a month and I figured this out one dollar a month is like giving up a cup of coffee at Starbucks every five months all right that's not bad right one cup of coffee every five months you can help bring this podcast and other ones on the network to you uh, keep the site going and help us expand and help us hopefully start giving the Patreons something extra for that dollar a month. So check us out on, I don't know. It's probably patreon.com slash uh, I'm sure if you do a search for it or go to their website, there's a link there. Now you mentioned that, you know what? No, no, let's not go there first. Let's talk about what you've been up to. I haven't actually seen you all that much. Um, and so what have you been up to? And I'm going to guess
1: Destiny? Uh, yeah. I mean, not as much as it used to be. It's kind of in a, a dead space right now. Um, I think it's a whole different a game. On.
0: huh? I think Dead Space is a whole different game.
1: It is. A wonderful game. But, uh, yeah, so it's kind of in a dead space right now. There's not a lot going on. And even worse, I guess, I play on an Xbox One. So, uh, comparatively to the PlayStation... There's a much smaller community, and it's getting very salty. So there's not a like hard-to-find raid groups, hard-to-find people to play with, with the exception of the two guys I play with routinely. Uh, I've been getting on it very much. I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 1, actually. So
0: I'm very excited to borrow that from you sometime soon. I've heard that the campaign is
1: amazing yeah i mean the campaign you know everyone keeps throwing around the word vignettes which i think it's just a, a foreign word for a bunch of short stories yeah
0: it sounds but, Frenchy uh,
1: or maybe it, Italian possibly yeah i'm gonna go French yeah uh but yeah so vignettes uh these stories though are all excellent the thing i guess that took me most by surprise was how much i liked flying a plane oh yeah well did you play you didn't play the demo did you I play no, I did not.
0: Okay, I got to fly a plane like once or twice in a demo. It's really cool. Yeah, so I
1: probably played. I mean, it's four missions. I probably played that a good six times, just because I am enjoying that section so immensely.
0: So you know what I, what I need to come back and one of my favorite and I love flight sims. I love the thought of flying. Like I, that was at one time that was one of my goals was to become a pilot and it's put on my long list of goals I failed to accomplish over my life. But, um there was an aces series and they did uh, it was a number of, like aces over the atlantic over the pacific and they're like world war Two ones. ones but they had one it was, called, it was aces red baron it was on the pc god this must have been mid 90s well and i know well. they've come out with some since then but it was a world war one dog fighting fighter pilot whatever like i mean there's bombing raids there was dog fighting and everything and you could like work up and you could you know work your plane up and get to you had like the triplane and all that stuff and oh my god that i i love world war one airplanes
1: yeah the uh you know i talked to my dad a little about this he knows a lot about military history i guess he originally they used to just wave to each other because they weren't armed like the pilots and the planes
0: what was the purpose of them then
1: so they were scouts, like they were okay. scouting, positions. so they were scouts that wave at each other and then people started carrying pistols and just shooting each other. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. I wonder how many, it,
0: okay, so the pistols at that point could not have been nearly as accurate as they are today.
1: No, I think it was just like scaring like pot shots of people. Yeah. I, I doubt, I highly doubt they could actually do anything. But can but, you
0: uh, can you imagine, now granted, World World War One was a super scary time and, um, and all that stuff, but can you imagine being the guy that like gets a headshot on the pilot flying past him? And also, you just like shoot the pilots, like go favorite. over, and then <laughs> it
1: would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just think about like the timing circuits it took because they were firing in between the propellers.
0: Yeah. Well, I heard like the earlier ones, they, they took out a number of propellers, like because they I didn't don't... have the timing right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I've been playing that a lot. And I played some online. I normally like in Destiny. I play like a, what's called a warrior style gameplay, where I charge people with a shotgun and you know get in their face. Um, and this one, I've been sniping, just kind of trying it because everyone you know likes to run in, take points, and uh, man, it's been a lot of a lot of fun. Well,
0: I showed just, you I showed you that video of the the one kill I had in the demo, right, with a sniper yeah. where I hit the dude in his glass. Yep. But the sniping on that game, I mean, does, don't you have to take in consideration a lot of stuff as far as, because they are trying to make it feel like older guns, as far as like the fall of the bullet? And so, like, do you have to take that in consideration? Like, if I remember correctly, it wasn't like when I played the old Battlefields where you could just aim at someone's head and take a shot. Like, you had to actually lead the person or be off a little bit.
1: Yeah, there is a little bit of that. And, you know, there's like travel time for the bullet. But once you like, if you get like, you know, find a gun you like, you just keep shooting at people until you figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, the effects are good enough where I mean, you can sometimes see him hit the ground. And you're like, oh, that's where it hit. Okay. Yeah.
0: So what else you been playing?
1: That uh, I played a ton of Pokemon the, on the way. Here. The Sun or Moon or whatever. Yeah, Moon Pokemon Moon. So how far into that are you now? Like, I figured by this point you would have beaten the game. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, so I've beaten it. Okay. And there's a, a couple, like, end game things. There's these things called the Ultra Beast, but there's one called the Zygarde. Where okay. it's like there's, there's like, 50 pieces of this Pokemon lying around the world. And you have to go through, find all 50 pieces, and you put them together for this super powerful Pokemon. So
0: someone blew up a Pokemon and put, like, its bloody limbs throughout this...
1: It, it's computer. It's a like computer Pokemon, I guess. That, that really takes away from me i know it's terrible i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> but yeah so you're going around sucking the piece of this into a cube uh so i've just been trying to track all those down Sweet. and slowly leveling up my party and awesome yeah that's about it man it's oh. that gonna work oh yeah yeah shenanigans shenanigans
0: yeah i guess it's How about you fun. Well, here's what I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing, uh, which I apparently got called out for saying lines like that on the other show, uh, for saying stuff like, I'll tell you this and I'll tell you that. Um, So today, you know what's exciting about today, Ben, that you were were supposed to be participating in, but you had to go out of town?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Have you seen it yet?
1: Yes, I did. Okay,
0: good. So yeah, so Amy and I are finally going to go see Rogue One today. We're going to go to the Studio Movie Grill and... Have a nice lunch while we're watching uh, Rogue One. Pretty excited about finally doing that. Now I can listen to a few podcasts where they talk about it. So I have those just sitting in my podcast backlog. Uh, besides that, I've been all over the place with video gaming. Um, I finally beat Luigi's Mansion. Nice. Yep. Um, i had I, been sitting on Bowser for quite a while, which is actually like King Boo inside a Bowser mechanical thing. Okay. Uh so I finally took that down. Uh when I beat it they they give you your house and your grade for the whole game. And I okay. guess the better you do, the bigger house and the better grade. I got the tiniest house possible and a grade of F. Wow. Yes, but I think I found every single boo. Like every room basically has a boo in it and after you do a certain amount of things you can like find the boo and go hunt him down. I think I found all 50. Unless I missed one and didn't realize it, but I'm pretty sure I have all fifty. So I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that's that's was in the books. Was there time
1: involved or something? What? I don't.
0: I think I think some of it's like like uh, uh, money that you find. Okay. So you can find these different jewels at different times, and then they all add up. But then if you get hurt, you lose money. So I, th- that might have been what it was. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I'm 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 not the guy who needs to have like the highest score on anything by any means. Um, I finally beat. Uh, the first Mario Galaxy, which I don't know if I ever beat that before, but I've been playing through it slowly. I skipped a few levels um, just because I had enough stars go on and my son Ryan was desperately wanting me to fight Bowser, who was absurdly easy, it felt. Um, Really? Yeah, like, it it was... uh, I I, I didn't die fighting him at all. Wow.
1: Um,
0: uh, And, I mean, the game's not made to be super hard. It's not like some of the other games I've been playing. So, I don't know, whatever. Um... So I did that, um, I, I ordered a bunch of games, and I've told you about this, I was gonna wait until you came over to show you, but uh, so I ordered like a whole bunch of games off of GameStop, which I normally don't do, but when they have a sale going on, it takes a 25% off, and then, through Gamer on Twitter, he has a code you can put in that gives you more, and then like the pro membership to them gives you more off. I actually got some pretty good deals, and I went a little hog wild, and then the next week I went a little hog wild again, so, like, I've been playing F-Zero GX, uh, which I cannot wait for you to come back and play a little bit of that with me. Um, Is it co-op or Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, multi, there's multiplayer racing on it. And uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about it more whenever I get into it further, but there's a race, there's a deal where you can do, like, a sets of four races. And as you unlock them, I think you get more and more, and you can unlock stuff as you go. Um, I cannot get through... The third race on the easiest level on the easiest set of races, because if you fall off the track, which there's only like one place that can happen, you explode and you have to start the race over. If you get hurt enough, you explode and you have to start the race over. And I just get destroyed. So I've been playing some of that. I've been playing a lot of different Star Fox for something I'm working on um and i cannot wait to play some star fox i i oh man i sat there and i played through every single star fox in a row recently for about 20 30 minutes a piece i just moved all my systems downstairs and hooked them up and recorded some video and 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 whatever else and oh my god i sat there playing the original star fox way longer than i thought i would i was just having so much fun. and amy's just sitting there like on her computer just like it's like laughing in this way that she you know you could tell she like likes that i have to these things that make me giddy Right? But uh but at the same time she's like, you know, she I mean to her it's absurd, but she, she supports it, which is nice. Um yeah. so I've been playing through all of that stuff. Um what else? I got I finally got my my last my last game for my first order finally came in. Um I made another order which <laughs> which will now top me off. I will now own every single Smash Brothers game. And it also came with the also bought the original F Zero. Uh, so now I, I have like one more F0 game. I think the F0X, which is the N64 version I need to buy if I can just <laughs> find it somewhere.
1: Uh, Do they still make F0 games?
0: No. No, the last one was for the GameCube, it GX. And uh I, since then they I mean some other company like an indie game uh, made a uh, fast racing neo which apparently is a very much of a of a uh F0 game, but I'm, uh, I am mean, I'm telling you the F0 like you've played the racing games, right? I mean yeah. It, this is like super super fast paced. I mean to the extreme. And so it makes it it makes it like a much much more difficult game to kind of like get into and whatever. Um so I've been playing a lot of that. Um I've been playing like I I, I don't know if I talked to you since I played I played Uncharted 1 and 2. I think I talked to you since I played 1. I, I finished 2. Uh you know cuz every week I'm playing a different game for the other show. Um so Uncharted 2 was a little while back um i cannot think of what i played otherwise recently here's here's something i played and i'm not gonna go too deep into it i talked about the show and i'm hoping to do a full episode about this and something else i'll tell you about in a minute um i'm keeping you in the dark about some stuff because i'm gonna pop i'm gonna pop something on you here that you're gonna be required to help me out with at least once at least once over the next six months um yeah i know uh i played ori in the blind forest nice yeah, so uh, Sean Capri told me I needed to play it. I literally went downstairs and, you know, bought it right afterwards. It was on sale for like I don't know, ten or fifteen bucks. The game is amazing. Um, you're gonna have to just come over sometime and play it, uh, at least some. Um, it's so good. But here's the thing: is, is there's there's parts in it that are super frustrating, because there's parts in the game where you have to make a perfect run for about a, thirty a forty five second long stint, and if you do anything wrong during that run. You die, and you have to start at the beginning of that little section. And it's okay. super fast paced. And when I got to the end of the game, uh, I did that. And it took me that 45 second run, took me about an hour and a half to complete the first time. Damn. Then it goes through this, like, this cinematic not cinematic thing, it's, it's like in the game, uh, but where there's interactions between your character and some other stuff. And then my Xbox, like, went back to the home screen. And it didn't just go back to the home screen because normally, like, I can take a game, turn the game off, turn the system back on, click on it because it's still in that big window in the middle, right? And it'll literally pick up like I just paused the game. Not yeah. this time. This time it came to the home screen and restarted the game. Oh, so no. So I had to go back to the save, which was at the beginning of this run, and it took me another hour to get through it again. So... After two hours, two and a half hours of doing this, I was super frustrated. But the game was over. I was, I, I felt relieved. I'm like, okay, I need to play. I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm I have my Xbox somewhere else, so I don't have internet. Uh, I'm like, I, I need to play something else. So the first thing I tried to do was play one of my my uh, backwards compatible games. So I put the disc in. It Turns out, I don't think you can do backwards compatibility if you don't have it hooked up to the internet. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me do it. And I know, I, I know, I played the game. I started it at home when I tested it out and I know it worked but it wouldn't let me do it this time. Um, so there's that. So then I'm like okay, well let's try the Resident Evil uh, demo. So I put in, the, I started the Resident Evil demo. Now keep in mind like I'd spent a couple hours heart pounding, frustrated, just like super, it, it, it was super intense, right, playing the end of Orion Blind Force. And so I put in this Resident Evil game and that game is super intense. So I was like, nope, I'm going to have to put this one aside. I'm like, well, what else have I been looking to play for a while? I'm like, all right, well, let's play, let's try Outlast. Like, Outlast was free last month on Games of Gold. Let's try Outlast. Once again, super intense. I'm talking like the beginning of Outlast is you are pulled up to like a hospital or insane asylum or something like that. And you have like a notepad, uh, a like a video camera. And of like a flashlight, and that's all you get, and you have to survive. And I'm just walking around outside this building, and I'm like, Nope, I'm done. Like, I want to play this game. This game will be perfect for me. Not right this minute. Nope,
1: right the hell out.
0: Yeah, so I just I just like so I exited it out. I ended up playing Unraveled for a little while. Uh, Cause it's a little bit prettier and and, and I just need something calm after playing the other game. Um so I've been playing that. Um I, I mean i played so i I am, I am scatterbrained with what i play you are i am i am all over the place i am absolutely all over, and i love it i love doing that all over the place stuff um i like having lots of lots of different things and, and just certain ones i'm going through so i'll end that on there now 2016 it's so okay we're on episode 13 which means yep. that we've been doing this for about six months now which is pretty yeah. good, pretty good. When we started, I wasn't sure, like we, like when I bought the crappy uh, equipment to begin with, I was like, okay, I don't know how well this is going to go. I don't know if, our, if we're going to be able to keep committed to it and if our work schedules are going to get in the way and everything. So I'm going to spend like $15 to start this podcast. Yeah. And I did. And I did. Uh, and since then, I've spent way more. Uh, so it's good. We made six months. We made six months. All right, so 2016 is behind us. We've had a pretty good year. We've upgraded a lot of stuff. I think we've um, figured things out with the show a little bit. Um, what What are you looking forward to for 2017? Like, is there? I mean, are there certain topics you want to do for the show? Is there anything? Is there a way you want to expand anything? That you want to do better?
1: Uh, you know, I'm always looking for uh, like good co-op games for us to play together. Okay. So uh, I've been looking at that. Somebody gave me a recommendation the other day for Overcooked. Oh, my God. What is that
0: on – is that just on PS4? On, or is it on it, Xbox One? It's on
1: 4? Xbox One. So I'm going to buy it. We can just log in on your Xbox on my account. We can do that. Oh, my
0: God. Yes, I will. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff we got to play together. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we've got to play. We've got to do Overcooked. And we just, we'll, we can try to get Amy involved. We'll see if she's down –
1: that'd be that'd be hilarious yeah. yeah yeah as long as you bring over another controller we can do that done yeah so i mean i'm looking forward to more co-op gaming obviously like you know affordable space adventure yeah it was one of the highlights of last year for you know my gaming it was just you know there's not a lot of good couch co-op that you know i find these days and that was wonderful um i'm looking forward to destiny 2 this year uh and you know i'm kind of looking forward to just you know kind of revisiting like our first episode was uh, Mario Kart. Yep. And, you know, we were just trying to find ourselves and figure out what was going on. Uh, I'm looking forward to, like, revisiting that. Like, you talked about how you have all the Smash Brothers now. I think now we can do a lot better with, like, that playing through, like, generations of games. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so taking, like, a day and doing that, or, you know, uh, all the Star Foxes, because even like the newest one, even though people hate on it, you know, when me and you were sitting there and you were shooting and I was flying, it was a lot of fun. Oh, I do. I love Star Fox.
0: I, and, yeah. and, and I realized how much I even love the older ones as I played through. Yeah.
1: So that's what I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, you know, as the network continues to grow, we'll get more people involved, like recommendations for games, things they want to see, things they want to hear us talk about, and stuff like that. Because you know, that's always one of the – the conversation, I guess, is always the – the best part of doing a show
0: yeah definitely
1: and as much as i love talking to you it's always good to hear someone else once in a while so, <laughs> yeah. how about you what are you looking forward to well yeah
0: so yeah actually you touched on a number of things that i that i also was looking forward to i mean because i was looking i was looking forward at at different topics i want to hit because that's one of the things is, is going into these sometimes i'm just like well what topic are we gonna do and sometimes it sometimes it's something pops up it's like oh i really want to do this topic like something makes it Come to light, um, but sometimes I'm just like, well, what the, f-, you know, what are we gonna talk about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I definitely want to do a Star Fox one. We gotta wait just a little bit on that one, but I have every single console Star Fox game, and we can, you can literally come over and we can play through them. And I didn't realize that uh, this N64 one has a has a multiplayer like go kill each other version. Does it? Yes. Up to four people can just shoot it out. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing with um, Star Fox Assault has that, and that one, for those who have never played Star Fox Assault, you can, it's got the tanks, which I hate. I've never liked the tanks on the new one or, or on the Assault. It has the flying in your R-Wing, and it has what's called pilot mode, which is where your, you're running around and you can pick up guns. And I will tell you, the the controls are a little bit difficult to get used to, because you can try to play it as a dual stick shooter because the, the GameCube controller has the ability to do that, but it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, playing it as a single one with more of the tank controls actually works well once you get used to it. And, the, and, and it actually it's actually not bad. Like it, the, the running around part, um, I, in Assault, they do it too much. Um, but for doing it little bits, it, it does it pretty well. So we can fight it out on that. Uh, I tried doing that with Ryan, but he just wants to play together. And that's not how you do it when there's just two of you trying to kill each other. There's no togetherness (laughs) on that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so...
1: Huh? So no, there's not.
0: Yeah. So uh, I want to go through all those. Like, I want to start at the beginning and just play through all the Star Fox with you and then just record a Star Fox episode. I want to do the same thing with Smash Brothers. But with Smash Brothers, the one thing, and I pointed this out to you on text message, is that we've got to make sure we've played them enough to unlock enough of the characters. Uh, I don't know how big of a deal that's going to be with the original. And there's only so many characters in that one. But I know with Brawl, there's a lot of characters. And there's a lot of characters in Brawl that aren't in other things, I want to say. That, you know, they left out of the the, the latest one. Um, And so we got to make sure we get those. Um, So I want to do that. I want Yeah, I want to revisit Mario Kart. Because I still think we have the ability to play most of them. Um, I don't know if we need to replay the original. Although at some point I've got to buy that game. Just for my shelf um another topic I want to make sure we do and I I, I want to set it up as a series that we'll just kind of run through um and then if we need to take breaks in the middle of it because something else pops up I want to do all the I want to do all the consoles like I want to start with the NES and talk NES talk Super Nintendo uh we'll see if we talk the Sega stuff I don't know because I don't have as much experience and I don't think you do either uh, then again, I've mentioned we are completely unqualified to talk about any of this stuff. So what difference does it make if we've played them, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then just go all the way through and just have an episode about a console. And that right there will actually, I mean, take up. Th- that'll give us plenty to talk about. Um, yeah. In March, whatever episode we have coming out, I want to say like the beginning of March, that episode needs to be about Zelda. Because hopefully, hopefully Breath of the Wild will be coming out um, mid to late March.
1: Like that this week in the, yes. Yes.
0: So, and and here, Oh, and here's the thing. So this week that the the press is happening, um, it's happening on Thursday. This will come out on Wednesday. So come out the the day after this comes out, that will be happening. Uh, and we, uh, Dave and I, and one other person, um, and we'll talk off screen and say, if you want to join in on this too, we're going to be doing a live like reaction to it as it's happening, on, on YouTube, just talking as the thing's going on. Uh, so we will be doing that on the Day Space YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be going on. I, I'm going to tell you right now, and I don't like talking about the new stuff because there's someone goes and listens to this later, you know, where they can care about what I'm saying right now, but I am, uh, I'm nervous about getting it. And then, and yet at the same time, telling myself I'm stupid about being nervous about getting it. Like not, not about, not about should I get it, but like whether I will be able to get it,
1: man, I have camping stuff. We will get this system.
0: So yeah, and we'll talk about it when we, we hang up. We'll talk about it because I have a plan and we'll talk about that then. Um, So other things for 2017, um, if we can ever figure out a way to go weekly, I would love to go weekly. Um, I think a lot of that's going to depend on me being able to have a better schedule I know your schedule kind of goes all over the place, um, it does, but it's a lot simpler way. Yeah. And, and if we need to, we can always do it like this. We can always do it over Skype. Um, but yeah, if we can figure out a way to go weekly, I would love to go weekly. Um, I've got a number of things that I've lined up um, that I'm working on. And one of those things, Ben, one of those things I'm going to be do, adding a, a third show to my repertoire. Is repertoire, is repertoire the right word? Is that a good word? Yeah. You'll let it fly. Um, It's going to be a monthly show where I play an indie game or an indie game I've played in the past and I get together with some random person who has also played that indie game and we're going to sit there and talk about the indie game for an hour or so or however long it goes. Now, I've got January, February, and March lined up, which blew my mind because I just put this out recently and I've (laughs) got those three months lined up. Um, uh, Gary Gray who, I'll have to show you some of his stuff. I don't know if you know who he is, but Gary Gray um, and I are going to be talking Electronic Superjoy this month. Okay. Um, uh, and then the next month is going to be Barry Dune with uh, uh, Three Souls, which if you come mm-hmm. over before I play Three Souls, we're going to have to play some co-op. Because it, yeah. it's a co-op game with that, it's a, it's a short game. It game's like two bucks right now on sale on, on the eShop. Uh, and it looks like it's one of those games where like, one person can look and, and control like a map on the screen, on the, the gamepad, and someone, I don't know. It looks good. And he's pretty excited about it, so I'm pretty excited about it. And then I'm going to start playing SteamWorld Heist. And I'm going to be doing SteamWorld Heist with Bobby Pauls and Nintendo Guru. We're going to talk about that in March. Um, you and I are going to have to do an episode sometime after that. We'll have to figure out what game we both played. Uh, I know there's at least one or two indie games you played that we can talk about. Uh, and I've got a couple other people that I want at specific games for that I just got to line it up with them and hope they'll do it.
1: Man, just find a new one
0: and we'll play it together. I'm down for that too. I'm down for that too. So, so these are the things. I mean, so I'm hoping like 2017 has a chance to be a really good year. Um, uh, a lot of building, expanding, uh, we're going to see how this ride goes and if the ride keeps going well i mean i i I got a couple more like studio upgrade stuff i've got thoughts for um extra life i want to do extra life this year and if we can set it up i'm telling you if we can set it up uh what i would love to do is just have you come over for 24 hours and do extra life here um and have us do like co-op gaming and whatever else and stream it for 24 hours. But there's a few things that have to go into place. I have to have a computer that can actually stream something. Uh, and, and I have to have a device that I can actually stream through. So there's, there's stuff that has to be worked on. All right. It's a plan. So we have, we have rambled to the listeners for half an hour, um, about what our plans for the future are that they may or may not care about. So let's talk about something they might care about. Um, I recently, I recently got my son an iPad. What he doesn't realize is it was my wife's old iPad that we just wrapped up for him in a new case for Christmas. But he loves it. What's
1: that? So smart, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the cheapest Christmas present we got that year for them. Um, But he loves it. He absolutely loves it. Uh, Along with this, though, we got a, a Wii U game. And we got him like three 3DS games, like between different people giving him presents. Guess what he plays video games on? The Uh, iPad. He plays them on the iPad constantly, constantly playing on the iPad. Um, All these different games, doesn't even touch the other stuff hardly ever. Uh, And I bring this up because today we are going to talk about mobile gaming. So let's start with your earliest experiences with mobile gaming.
1: So let's clarify something real quick. We okay. are we going mobile phones? Or are we going like Game Boy on?
0: No, I well I would say let's talk phones, phones, tablets, stuff like that. Non-gaming oh. system, mobile gaming.
1: All right. So earliest memory was my dad for work. He was worked for the government at the time. Uh, had a BlackBerry that had Snake on it. Oh yeah, like a Java. Version of Snake. And this was probably we're gonna to 2003, maybe 2002. Uh, he had this. But I think the better story here is I got my first cell phone the year Episode 3 came out.
0: Okay, hold on a second. Now, let me ask you this question first. How okay. old were you when you got your first cell phone?
1: I was 17.
0: Okay, that's not bad. No. I mean, because yeah, I just hear about all these kids that are like 10 getting cell phones, <laughs> and it kills me.
1: No. Yeah, it might have been, been early. I think it was 16 when I got it. Cause I got it because I could drive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the reason I got this cell phone, though, the reason I, I wanted one was AT&T and Episode 3 were coming out, and at and had a Star Wars phone. It was like a, a slide-up phone that when you did it, it made a lightsaber noise.
0: Now, Now, did you – realize that that this phone that you thought was so cool, and I get it, I understand that that, that's a pretty freaking cool feature, was going to coincide with probably the worst Star Wars movie?
1: Uh, No, because at the time, all I saw was Attack of the Clones, a bunch of lightsabers. I didn't actually care about the, I guess, the story here. I was more like cool special effects, Yoda's killing people. You know, clone troopers were badasses in my mind. In retrospect, it was a poor life decision, but...
0: Well, I mean, the phone wasn't.
1: The phone wasn't, no. The
0: movie was.
1: Yeah, but it had a game on it. It had a Star Wars game that came preloaded.
0: Now, now, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but was the price of the phone higher for this reason?
1: No, it was just whatever the sponsor was. Oh, okay. It was like a new phone that was coming out, but they just had this noise where you would slide it up. I think it would be the same time the Razer was coming out. The Verizon had the Razer. Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was a thing for a while.
1: It was. So.
0: Okay. So my earliest experience was oh oddly similar because you- when I first got my first cell phone, I mean, Snake was like the only game you could really get on something like that. Um, you know, you had that little non-colored screen uh, I remember the first time I was ever able to go on the internet on a phone. Oh man! So here's the thing, right? <laughs> so I we, we had our phones. I was in the navy um, when I got my first cell phone, and then after I got out of all my schooling, so a couple years later, I finally had a phone you go on the internet with, and you, you got like, I mean, you could visit like ten web pages a month, you know, for <laughs> without having to pay extra. And I mean, the the mobile web pages were absolutely worthless. But I went on. And I found this website. I got my buddy's phone. He had the same phone I did. And back then they didn't like lock up or most do not have passwords on them or anything like you do now. So I took his phone and I found this website that was for large, hairy, homosexual men and got a picture of a large, hairy man bent over and put it on his phone. And it would only pop up when someone called. So (laughs) it would call and he would open it and there was this big, hairy, naked man bent over. (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah, the other big faux pas I had with a cell phone was I was dating this girl for a little while and it didn't last long, and I was messing out their phone and put it like in I don't know Portuguese or something like that, and she couldn't figure out to get it out of it.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, when you can't read the menu to figure out where you need to go, oh my gosh! Oh, that's uh, dirty.
0: That's so good though. So okay, so mobile gaming has come a long way. It has. It has. And you said you did a little... Okay, well, you said you did a little research into some of this stuff. Yeah. And you are the voice of intelligence on this podcast, and I am just the voice. Uh, So why don't you tell me some stuff you found?
1: (laughs) Uh, So the first phone game was in 1997. It was actually Snake. That would make Uh, sense. Yep, and it continued on for a long time. Um, I guess the biggest thing for the phone market was when they started putting Java, like the ability to run JavaScript on phones. Now, what exactly is JavaScript?
0: Is it a, is it a, a computer programming language or?
1: Yes. Uh, I don't know what the definition is, because I'm not a computer programmer, but it's like its own little window, and you can program into it. Like, you can run Sonic and Java. You can pretty much emulate games in okay. Java. Okay. Now, you know, it's still very limited, but... Java was like the big language they would write games in. Like, um, what's the little green guy that would shoot out the orbs that we played? That we played? Yeah, it was like the yeah, like pop or something like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Bubble
0: burst? Oh, bubble bobble. Bubble bobble. That's it. Oh,
1: yes, he's a dinosaur yeah, or some bubble sort, bobble. I believe. Yeah, that sort of game where you're like popping stuff and things like that. Tetris was a big phone game, like one of the earliest ones to get adopted and moved over. Um, Now, granted, these were all when they first did this; they weren't really licensed. People just like mimicked them. Yeah. And Then once people realized there was money to be made here, they started charging for it.
0: Yeah. So when did when did it first become the point where you had to pay for games?
1: I didn't. I didn't see anything anything about that. No. uh, I remember. On that, that phone I had the Star Wars action. What was the phone called? It was a Sony Ericsson S710 Star Wars Episode 3 edition. Nice.
0: So what was the so game like? That, huh? What, like what was the game? What it was couldn't,
1: the Star Wars game? Yeah, it couldn't have been much, right? Like of a game. No, it was actually uh, now that I think about it it is reminiscent of the little platformer we played the Star Wars platformer. Oh, uh, oh 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 the, the
0: the one that was on the uh, Super Nintendo?
1: Yeah, it was okay. reminiscent of that where it was just like you jumped. Mm. Yeah, and that makes sense. You play, yeah, you would play it with like the like the number keys, like, you know what that before be four is back. Sure. Six is over, jump, and then the middle button like swung the lightsaber. But yeah, I think you were playing as Anakin, you were running through killing droids. But that was what the game were. Now that I think about it, that's the closest thing I can think to it. But yeah, so that was the uh, – like they had a mobile marketplace where you could buy games and download stuff. But even back then, not a lot of them were free. Unlike today where you know you have all these free games but you know, pay-to-play, pay-to-win sort of concept. So let's – okay, so let's
0: talk about those for a second because that's, that's a, a huge thing.
1: Yeah, so that kind of came around with the iPhone
0: Okay, so the iPhone came out in, was it like 2006, 2007, something like that?
1: Yeah, so I actually had the first iPhone that Christmas.
0: Dude, I remember, like, that was the point where I was like, screw Apple, whatever, whatever, because it was like, here's a super expensive phone, um, and oh, by the way, you had to have like a $3,000 a month, you know, AT&T bill, because they were the only ones who did it, and you had to have the data, and the data was super expensive, You know, I I didn't have, I mean, I didn't get my first smartphone until 2012.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were, back then it was not a, uh, not a cheap thing to do. And they were, you know, you could run up the data so fast. Like when I first had my iPhone, I couldn't use the internet on it. Um, But yeah, then you had like a smartphone charge and stuff like that. But really, I mean, Apple did it very smartly where... The iPhone marketplace, like, initially didn't have a lot, but they put out all these, de- like, dev kits. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, but there was this huge install base. I mean, you think about how many iPhones there are. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone has one. It was a very accessible thing. Probably not at first, but as it grew and as more iPhones got sold, you know, how many people you could just, you know, it's like how many uh, Wii's there were out there. Why there are so many Wii games?
0: Oh, yeah, because everyone like, had them. And so yeah, everyone was of, putting stuff
1: out on them. Yeah, there was like a hundred million weeds or something it was ridiculous like that. Uh, so everyone wanted to get in on that that amount, you know, of players and just the ability for them to buy these like cheap games.
0: Yeah. Uh okay, so Okay, so these free to play games are out there. So this, okay, basically it's two different types of games, right? There's the free to play and the ones you actually have to pay for up front. Yep. Um, what I know there's some free-to-play games you play or have played. Are you still playing Boom Beach? I am. Is that still yeah. doing anything for you?
1: Uh, you know, I'm a part of a big task force. Yeah. And uh, I am one level off max. Yeah. But, I mean, doesn't it take forever to do anything now? Like, forever? Yeah, ever? It, uh, yeah take a, it took three days and, like, 14 hours or something like that to... Upgrade my base last
0: time. Okay, so for so. people who don't know, so Boom Beach is the same people, made by the same people, what's the other like super popular one that was there for a while? Clash of Titans or Clash of Clans? Clash of Clans. Yeah, so it's the same people. I like Boom Beach better. Um, I played it for a while until it just got to the point where it was annoying. And the issue is, you know, your options are to wait forever or to pay money. Now, I get it. I, I understand these people have to make money. And I'm sure they make plenty of money off the people who don't want to wait or who want to pay to upgrade stuff or whatever else. Um. Man. But, I mean, you. I don't know. I couldn't play it for very long uh, until I just I got no... And I, I didn't think the game was worth money to me. Like, it, I wasn't getting enough out of it that's like, this is worth paying for. Now, had I been able to pay a couple bucks and just have the game and have it not work quite that way, maybe I would have been down for it. Maybe it would have worked better for me, but yeah, not in this and, case.
1: You know, there's a lot of, uh, like, tower defense games, like, uh, what's the one called? I don't know. Tower, our balloon tower defense. Oh, yeah, that's a great Altium game. Five. It was like a, yeah, it's like a $2 game, $3 game maybe. Yeah, uh, wonderful, huge levels. They keep expanding it, but they have an option where you can like spend money to buy like champions or exotic towers. You can find anything, but if you want, you can do all that in game by just being better.
0: Yeah, well, and you're not playing against other real people, are you? No, no, you're not. Because that, I mean, that's the other thing with some of these ones is they become pay to win, and I know that's something that some people are fine with, and other people absolutely hate. I mean, I, I still play Candy Crush because. <laughs> Because it's one of those things where, like, I just need something to do sometime and I can just pick up Candy Crush and play for a little while, you know? Uh, and what's really cool is, you know, because the whole thing with paying for Candy Crush is if you if you want uh, tickets or gold bars or whatever it is that you can buy, like, power-ups in each level, which you, if you wait long enough, you'll earn a bunch of them for free, um, or if you want to not have to wait for your lives to regenerate you can you know buy power-ups and you can pay, spend real money on that but they've actually made it now where if you're out of lives a certain amount of time and i don't know what the time interval is is a certain number of ones you can do over a certain number of time where you can just like watch like a 15 second ad and get an extra life really yeah so that's kind of nice if you're just like man i really would like one more life right now you can just do that um yeah i've been playing that uh but i won't put money into that like in And they get their money out of ads and whatever else, so I don't feel bad for them. No. And that that game's been around for a while. Um,
1: I'm trying to think of where to go here. I mean, so if you look at this, you know, a lot of people, I guess, the attention wasn't really on it. I mean, every now and then, you would see a news story that was like, kids spend thousands of dollars on parents' credit card. Yeah. uh, You know, on these games. Because you can, you can purchase, like, in Boom Beach, there is a ridiculous thing where it is like $199 for, you know, like so many diamonds. That's what the the premium currency is. Yeah. And by playing the game, I mean you can get diamonds, but it's like, you know, three or four a day. Vice the, you know, twenty thousand you can get right now, uh, for this two hundred bucks. But the thing is, I mean, all it takes is if the kid can get into the phone, if he can put his fingerprint on there you know, and get in now then he can get into this game and pay for it.
0: So, but here's the thing, any parent who has their kid's thumbprint triggered into their phone as a way to get on it. That's not a smart move. Yeah. So now he, and this actually brings up a point or a question I guess I have is so, you know, Camille, my daughter has an iPod. Ryan has an iPad, you know, um, both of them are set up. So if they want to buy an app that, I don't even, it might even be for free ones here, but something that has not been previously downloaded on a different person's device, right? So like if I buy an app on one device, they can go in and do that same one and they don't have to ask my permission. They do have to put their password in, which neither of them know their password, which is great for me. Because they know that they know their, their password to get into the phone. They don't know their iTunes password. Oh. Um, but then they have to, it has to ask permission. So it'll send a message to Amy's phone and she has to give them permission for that purchase to be made. Right, That's awesome. which is, but here's the question: Let's say they're playing a game that has in-app purchases in the game. Does it still trigger that same request, or yes. will it just do it?
1: Yeah, because so I have to put in like if I was gonna buy something in game, you have to put your password. Okay,
0: you know. which, like I said, Ryan doesn't know his password. Um, yeah. So, I think okay, good. I'm safe there. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So last year was a huge, a huge year for these mobile games and. I think it really started the, the reason I don't where I just had this topic is you know you had one of the best i guess premium games came out in you know Mario Run and then you had Pokemon Go which was freemium where you could you know play it for free but had in app purchases okay so but uh, even before those – okay good oh yeah so even before those two uh, the Super Bowl that year you know Somebody brought up to me, you know, asked me what I knew about uh, what was it Clash of Kings, and how they had Kate Upton in a Super Bowl slot for a mobile game, which was crazy because you have to think about the amount of money like, that advertising space costs. Yeah, and for them to be able to like do that to run that on a mobile platform, you know, how much money these games are making, and it's not just here, right? You know, like China has I, the people I play in Boom Beach. You know, the task force is called the Mongolians. And a lot of those people are actually based in China, Taiwan, and stuff like that. So you do you have these like huge markets for all these games. Oh yeah. Yeah. So but I think those are the two sides of it, right? You will look at, you know, Super Mario Run, which was ten bucks, right? Yeah. And then Pokemon Go, which is all based off in app purchases.
0: So let's Okay. So let's. Okay, so for let's start with um and I want to end it with those two specific games and 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 talk about them a little bit a little bit more. But uh, and then we'll end with just the Nintendo in general um, discussion. But so games that you can purchase have been around, right? Yeah. And some of them are garbage that they just want to charge a couple bucks for. Some of them cost more than that. I've bought very few. Have you Have you ever just looked through like just these list of these games that actually cost like decent money?
1: Yeah. So I mean. Uh, Cut the rope, Balloons TD Five. Uh, there was a, an old tower defense game that I used to play a long time ago, um, but all these games you know, are like three bucks. I am actually looking Cut the Rope right now, which I used to own is two dollars.
0: Well, you know what's weird is though is that depends on what platform. Because I mean, really? yeah, because sometimes like I want to say that I've gotten Cut the Rope free a number of times. I had it on when I had the Windows Phone. There were some there were some games in the Windows Phone store. That were free, that were not free on other devices, and same thing with like Google Play compared to, you know, the 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 App Store, or whatever the iTunes one's called. Um, there are sometimes a game will be free in one and cost a couple bucks in the other. Yeah, um, uh, but then you have so, then you have games like Square Enix has put out games, like put out the Final Fantasy games, and some of those are like fifteen bucks a piece. Really.
1: Yeah, have you not seen that? that? No, I've never looked at those.
0: If you okay, if you got your phone, out, look at what we're talking. Look up yeah. Final Fantasy on there, and it's the full game of a number of Final Fantasy. Some of them are like packets you can get with like all the games, like uh, the first six games for like twenty, twenty-five bucks or something. And you can correct me on the price, um, but yeah, there's some ones out there, and that's why people whenever whenever Mario Run was coming out, people were thinking it could have been a fifteen, twenty-dollar game because that's what Square Enix is putting out some of these games at.
1: Yeah, Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. Is on here for twenty one bucks?
0: Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, twenty one dollars for for a game that size is, is I mean that's that's not a bad deal. I don't know that I'd ever want to do that on a phone though, and it's more than I would ever pay for something on the phone.
1: Final um, Fantasy was a six, five, four, three, two, original, and then the after flaws is seventy bucks. Seventy?
0: Yeah, I mean that's a I'm heck like of that's a heck of a collection
1: the on the iPhone store.
0: So, but then there's other games that, that, I mean, more of where I'm willing to support um, is there's a number of indie games that are on multi-platforms. Like they're on the, the some are on the Wii U, the Xbox, the PS4, but they're also on the phone. And I actually bought one a while back. Uh, I bought like Never Alone. Uh, it was five bucks, right? Yeah. Five bucks. For me, that was definitely worth a $5 purchase. Uh, it was a really good game. It, it would have been better to play on a bigger system just because of the controls, um, but it worked well uh thomas was alone which is the game i played a while back that i got you know stupid cheap on sale but i think you can get that for like a couple bucks maybe five um on the market you can get um oh god the number of these indie games you can get on there for about five bucks and that's not a bad deal um but now you got so now you got nintendo coming in and kind of rocking the market a little bit and i'm curious to your thoughts on how this is going to affect stuff but to to break it down like you said earlier you got pokemon go which is not nintendo nintendo but nintendo related right and and known because of nintendo uh that came out free and then you've got mario run came out at ten dollars so pokemon go now are you still playing this uh yes consistently or is it just on your phone every once in a while you bust it
1: out just on my phone you know like uh when i was in the airport i know the airport's full of pokey stops and has a bunch of rare pokemon so, I got in on at the airport. Oh, shit.
0: Okay. So, Ben's got to step away for the mic for a minute. All right. We're back. Now that uh, Ben's computer's plugged in and won't die. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I had Pokemon Go. I got it the same time you did. We started playing about the same time. Uh, I had a lot of hopes. Um, and... I, I eventually I just took it off. I just wasn't doing it. I took it off my phone uh, a couple weeks ago. I took the kids to the park. So Ryan had me put it back on. We walked around. We got some Pokeballs. We, you know, there's a, there's like three or four Pokestops there. Uh, I caught a Pikachu with the with the Christmas hat on. Yep. That was pretty cool. Uh, and they still loved. It. They had a lot of fun. Um, here's my thing with Pokemon Go. So you can put money into it to get more Pokeballs and stuff like that. But if you yep. live in an area that has Pokéstops, you can easily avoid that. Like there is yes. no, there's no reason you ever need to put money into that game, and you can play it to its fullest. Here's my problem with Pokemon Go. Playing to its fullest is not much fun for me. Um, I love the idea. Uh, if I lived where I was consistently going past Pokéstops. It would be a different story, but there's not any in my neighborhood. I don't want to go to the park specifically for that. When I have other stuff I'm doing, um, I mean, granted, the the brew house up the street has one nearby, and for at least for a while, I mean, you and I hung out there, and and the bartender kept dropping lures at the poker stop that was within reach. Like we actually sat at a specific table so that we would be in reach of that Pokestop. stop. Um, yeah, there's a restaurant nearby that's got a bunch that are within reach of it when you're sitting down eating. Um. But for the most part, it's just I, I, within my daily life. I could not just keep playing it. Like I would have to go out of my way, and I had other stuff I wanted to do. So I got rid of it. I, I took it back off again. I mean, I can always log back on. It, it saves all your stuff. Yeah. Um. How did you feel about? Because I mean, and, and I'll tell you this too. Um. I I wanted that game to be like a five or ten dollar game. Like I wanted it to be a pay once and you got everything out of it. Now, because of the way the game works, I don't know that that would have changed anything for me. Um, what are your thoughts on as far as the method of which that game works? Just the pay for stuff and whatever.
1: Uh, so, you know, like you said, I don't think you actually have to spend money. I think I spent 10 bucks on it at one point because I wanted to see, like, you know, there's, like, extra things you can do, like, um, XP bonuses. I was trying to power level, so I got these like you know lucky eggs or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm trying to power level and being somebody who has you know no problem spending ten bucks on a game that I think I'll enjoy. Uh, you know, I did that. The problem was that a lot of the stuff that you know people are spending money on, you know, at the beginning nobody realized that. You know, as you go on, it doesn't make a difference whether you spend the money now or not. Um, so there's no, like, I guess spending the money doesn't help me at all. Like, it didn't seem like there was a reason to do it. Like, buying more Pokeballs when I can just go to the PokeStop and get more Pokeballs, uh, didn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, it seemed like it was an incomplete product when we got it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, there was stuff like, you know, trading, the gym battles were kind of wonky. Uh, you know... Like, they've been slowly adding in things. And I think, you know, the more they do it, you know, like, adding in, uh, like, events like the Christmas Pikachu or the, you know, more ghost Pokemon around Halloween make it more of an event. And, you know, at the beginning, they, like, showed a video that was, like, they would have, like, Mewtwo pop up and then everyone would go battle Mewtwo together. Yeah. Uh, So, stuff like that, you know, could really, I don't know, work. But they need a good community manager to really put it all, put all out there, and like work on getting the teams together and things like that. Um, But I was fine with, you know, I'm okay with having things to buy in games as long as they don't break it.
0: So something, something I thought about while you were talking is, and I'll ask this question: Um, What is your goal? Like when you're playing the game what is your what is your objective personally
1: so, um, I was trying to catch them all
0: okay and that yep. was and that was it
1: yeah, but at the beginning I thought that you had to be a higher level to get different Pokemon so I was trying to advance rapidly to get to the rarer Pokemon yeah.
0: so okay because and the reason I asked because that, that was my goal too right yep. um just catch as many as I can um now if you if you want to have the goal of taking over gyms, powering your guys up, all that stuff, that's where the money I think comes into play the most. When you want to have a guy that's powerful enough and whatever else, be able to take the gym and hold the gym and whatever else, I think I think that's where either you have to really really grind, and there's ways yeah. to do it. There's ways to do it, like you said, with the lucky eggs and whatever else, and you can just kind of sit in one spot, and uh, um, you know if you're sitting between three Pokestops stops and put out a bunch of lures and and you can just you know, sit there continuously doing this stuff. Um, But otherwise, I mean, putting the money into it's what's going to get you high enough to be able to take these gems and hold them. Um, So I don't know. And, but that's not my goal. I don't care about that. Like it means nothing to me.
1: Yeah. So, you know, with that being said though, you have some games like, uh, you talk about clash of clans or a boom beach, you know, where the money breaks the game. Right. Yeah. If you pay money, you win the game, Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when you compete against other people that, you know, it's annoying because I see these people have these ridiculous bases and they've been playing for like a month. So, and I mean, I've been at this game for, you know, close to a year now, I guess
0: it would. Ha- well, no, you'd oh, well over a year. Cause you were playing it when you were living here for a little while, yeah. That was over a year ago and that's when I started.
1: Yep. So over a year now. And that uh you know, you see somebody who's got, you know, been playing a month who, you know, wipes your wipes your base out, you're like, man. Yeah. Maybe I should put that hundred bucks in, but
0: Okay. So yeah. so Pokemon Go, the free to play model, I uh, actually think they, they as far as the payment in the free to play part, I think they did that okay. I personally yeah. as far as what my goals are, and, and that's all that I can really speak on, right? Um. Now Mario Run. Um, Super Mario Run, ten dollar game. You were allowed to play the first three levels for free. You're allowed to do some Toad rallies, but the Toad rallies are limited by what levels you've beaten throughout the game. Ten dollar game. Um, what what are just your your thoughts on them doing that, like doing it that that price stuff like that?
1: Uh, so I think the price was good. You know, if I was more into the endless runner, you know. Uh, I think that would have been fine. I think developing for the mobile market, especially when you you take a game that I already have expectations for, like controls wise.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, like I like to be able to, you know, time my jumps, break the blocks. I you know want to be able to stop and think about what's going on. You know. Um. So yeah, so having that expectation and then developing a new game for it is ballsy because you, know, you got to find a way to make it work with you know the one finger tap to jump, all that.
0: Well, you got to make sure you can eat a hamburger while you're playing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, play
0: it one handed. That's uh. Now, did you did you play the game? Did you play the demo part? Yeah, so I've tried it now. Okay, so I know you said something about endless runner, which is something that was thrown around and people keep correcting and and whatever else. Because it's not really an endless runner as much as it's a an auto runner,
1: I guess. Auto runner. Yep. yeah. So cause there are levels and stuff like that. I guess auto runner definitely is a better term for it. I mean and it like the level I think the levels are really well done. Like
0: personally. Yeah. I mean I I bought the game. Um I've beaten all the levels, and by beating the levels, I mean I've completed each level. Um I'm working on getting the coins and I'm working on kind of building up my toads. Uh I'm not playing it a whole lot. Um just because the way my work schedule works, there's certain times in my work rotation where I'll probably play it more than other times. Um so coming up soon, I'm sure I'll have a time where I'll just be sitting there playing it a lot.
1: Um so but but you thought the price is good. Yeah. Uh you know, ten bucks I think is very reasonable for a I guess a, a developer as well known as Nintendo. I think you know, if they ask for ten bucks, you'll most people know Nintendo trust them for a ten dollar purchase. Um like you said, for premium content, people are willing to pay. Uh, and because of how many people have an iPhone and how many people, you know, that's like, I don't know how many adults have Game Boys or stuff like that, but to have that in your office or something to distract you from your everyday grind, I think that's, you know, a very easy price point for most people.
0: Now, do you think, and, th- and th- these are all conversations that people way more knowledgeable about these things than us have had? Um, but do you think this is going to have any effect at all on the gaming market? On like the mobile gaming market, a game like this. I mean, because the Final Fantasy one's coming in at $20 a piece. I don't think it's going to have an effect on anyone else um, because that's one a lot of money. No one else is going to follow that. No one else is going to follow that um, unless they're another big company with a super big, well-known game that they think can get away with it, right? Uh, the fact that these indie games are coming out for 5 bucks, I don't think other people will necessarily just jump on following that. Except for those group, because it just it's very fitting. This is a game you have to pay for other place. It's a full complete game, um, you know, five bucks, whatever. But do you think this game, because the way it works and because there are aspects where you're playing other people and there's all these little challenges and and you know sit down and play for a couple minutes at a time, do you think that other games will start coming out full complete, no paying extra money and just have a solid price like that on it?
1: I think the majority of the mobile market is owned by uh, the freemium content. Uh, I think if somebody is developing a game to just be a game by itself, Uh, I think Nintendo had the right concept and the the right price point, to be honest with you. Um, But I don't think that people are developing a lot of games like this to just be standalone. Games like just to like buy it one and done because I think the people who are developing for you know iPhones and Androids are looking to make you know the Clash of Clans money you know they're looking to strike it rich or you know Candy Crush. But I yeah. mean Candy Crush really I mean you, know, you can just buy it and play it.
0: Yeah, but well, it made a lot of money for a while. I don't know if it it's did. still that and Angry Birds and.
1: Yeah, so I guess we didn't really talk about Angry Birds. Angry Birds, you know, at the beginning, I don't think they had any extra content. It was just a game to buy.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I don't well, I didn't jump on it early on. And now but see now there's Angry Birds, there's some Angry Birds games that are that you pay for and other ones that are free. And they've got yeah. so many different bizarre ones. I mean, they've got the one where like uh like it's like an RPG type ish game, and they've got one yeah, like Angry Birds Two is a little bit different because like You have to beat multiple sets of pigs in one level. They've changed their game a lot.
1: Wow. I don't know if you've yeah. seen um, No, not a one. I played the first one. I think I played Angry Birds in space where you had like the. Oh, TV yeah. yeah. TV did you play Angry Birds Star was, Wars? No, I didn't.
0: Oh, how did you not play Angry Birds Star Wars? You had, you had <laughs> like Jedis and as you flung them around, they'd have little lightsabers going around and stuff like that. Yeah. You take down Darth Vader pig. <laughs> Darth That's so pig. Awesome. I gotta look yeah. I actually, I might have it on my computer. I don't know. Anyway, we've kind of gone off. Uh, so would you prefer personally to have more games that are, here's a good solid game. Here's a solid price for it. Or would you be good with just randomly downloading free ones, playing them for a little bit, deleting them, blah, blah, blah.
1: You know, I am all for paying for content. Uh, but it's got to be the right kind to interest me. You yeah. know, on my phone, I like to play, you know, like strategy games. Um, yeah, but if, I mean, as long as they keep coming out, you know, I think people are going to keep, you know, buying them. It's just such a big marketplace. Uh, so I think we'll always get innovative stuff. Yeah.
0: So, you know... Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I'm going to say, I mean, the way we speak, you know, against it, like as gamers, and I talk about this, you know, a lot in Destiny when people complain, bitch on the Reddit forum, is you know, the way you protest, you know, the pay to paying for gear or whatever is just don't buy it. Oh but yeah, you definitely. To, yeah, you have to get a big enough group to do that. And like I said, I think Clash of Clans or Clash Royal or whatever it is now will uh you know, they will keep making money and keep that that space, their sharehold. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Nintendo made a dent. I think they made a, a a big splash and I think, you know, if they go animal crossing, which is another big one that I think would work really well on mobile.
0: Well, you know, they're doing that, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. Th- and that's what I was going to bring up. You, you know, I'm a huge Nintendo fan.
0: Um, I am. I so they're, they're going to have an animal crossing game that supposedly will work with another animal crossing game. Like somehow it'll tie in. I believe no one knows what this is going to be. It was supposed to have been out already, uh, okay. but they ended up pushing it and fire emblem game back. Is there someone else in the room or are you saying that to me?
1: No, I got five. I got 5. Yeah. 5 minutes. I got to go check. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyways, all right, we'll go ahead and cut that. Um any final words before we get out of here?
1: Now that we have no,
0: had this conversation, seen,
1: by the way, you know, you uh, you speak with your wallet. Yeah, you know, if you uh don't like the Clash of Clans or you know the the freemium content, they just don't do it. I've been playing Boom Beach for all over a year. And I haven't spent a dime. So uh, I encourage you if you you like the game, you like putting time into it, then play it for what it is. Don't be you know pressured to spend all the money in the world.
0: Awesome. All right. Um, I want to. We'll get out of here. Uh, until next week or. Two weeks from now, I guess, we'll record again. I want to give a big thanks to OC Remix for our intro and outro music. Thanks to Ben for actually being able to find this time when he's traveling for work so we could actually get together and record. I was I was concerned. Uh, thank you for listening. And, I mean, do me a favor, go on iTunes. Give us a little rating somewhere so people can find us. Uh, go check us out on dayspace.com along with all the other shows. Um, like I said, you know, we're supported by you guys. Do Patreon, a dollar a month. One dollar a month. Change the world, as some other podcasts say. For me, I think it'll just change the network. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all later.
1: By the way, cheers. Oh, thanks.